<clears throat> well, what did I say? I said I'd start this earlier and earlier every time. I'm starting in my kitchen today because I'm running late. Um, doesn't mean my commute's going to be any shorter or anything, so... There's no real reason for me to start early, but what the fuck ever. This is my show. I do what I want, right? Fancy Pants salad bowl broke, and now I've got to duct tape the lid shut because I don't have a better way to take the salad. I use for work. I eat at work every day for the last, like, two years. Same salad. Um, it's a f Ah, you hear that duct tape? It's a satisfying noise, isn't it? There we go. Fucking salad bowl's not gonna spill chickpeas all over my car. But I can help it. Shut up, Chester. People are asleep. I didn't mean it. I love you. It's okay. He's deaf. He couldn't hear me being cranky at him. Plus, he's the crankiest cat anyway, so... Yeah. Ooh. Okay. All right. <clears throat> hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, I suppose I should take a picture of myself, huh? Because that is what I said I'd do. Oh, fuck. You know what? I'm running late anyway. I'm gonna do it. I've been putting off, putting windshield wiper fluid in my car for like a week and a half. I'm just gonna fucking do it now. <laughs> I've had the jug in here forever. Ugh. Plus, in my mind, I find it hilarious to do this while recording. Mm. Who dented the hood of my... Oh, probably me. Oh. I started working out as today. Nothing, nothing intense. Just jogging in place for a half hour while I played Rayman Origins. Good fucking game. Ah, there we go. Now to not do this without a funnel. Mm. Yeah, relatively little spilled inside the engine. Sorry, this takes a lot of concentration to do this without a funnel, so I probably won't be talking a lot. Which is, I'm sure, entertaining for all of you. All 150-ish people that download every episode. Which is kind of awesome. Yeah, I'm going to clean the fuck out of my... Woo! Okay, too much. Almost the whole bottle. Ugh! It's going to overflow a little when I put the cap on. Ha! Alright. And... Ba-doom. Okay. So, yeah. 
the uh, bean salad and the uh, exercise is all part of your bi-weekly Jeff's on a Diet update. Um, the salads, I even <laughs> carried through when I wasn't on the diet, though, because, well, I like them. Oh, all right, and they're inexpensive. Here's a picture. I'm going to fix my hair a little. Need to get a haircut. Got too much of it. Super classy adult t-shirt. Getting kind of beardy. It's getting to the point where it actually is the parabola's curving and starting to look good as opposed to ratty, which is nice. Alright. Mm. Duck face today. Alright. Alright, let's get the fucking business. God, it's 20 minutes later than I like to leave the house. Which means, because I mean, especially on Mondays. Because first thing I do on a Monday when I get to work is upload this. And get it all posted and whatnot. And then, if I haven't done it already, I set up the post for the Popular Outcast podcast and schedule it. So that, um, you know, that goes out at midnight. The show that started the song. Yeah, look at that blue windshield wiper fluid go. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Those dead bugs and shit off of there. Ain't got time for that shit. Ain't nobody got time for that shit. So proud of myself for putting a bucket of blue liquid in my engine. That's a process that took me like two and a half weeks to do. Fucking A. <laughs> because I'd sit down in my car, get it started, start moving, be like, shit, I should have done that. Then I'd get to where I was going and be like, eh, I don't need to do it now. I'm already here. <laughs> anyway, got a bunch of half ideas started here. Salad um, that I love so much. Um, I actually love it more than I'm on the diet, but I'll get to that in a sec. It's just field greens, um, a carrot or two, two radishes, and then I used to do chickpeas and light red kidney beans mixed, but now I just do chickpeas or garbanzo beans, because that's a funny word. Um, that's a George Carlin bit. I know it. I know I'm not, I'm not stealing that. I'll give him credit. Garbanzo beans. Anyway. Um, and I cut out the... Uh, the kidney beans went to just garbanzo beans because I was realized I realized that um, the kidney the garbanzo beans have a lot more protein and a lot more calories because I don't like for just a lunch or for just a salad for lunch having like three quarter cups of beans on it, it I gotta max out my calorie per calorie per bean um to really get myself uh, full and f- fueled, and especially since I started jogging again, but I just did a half hour jog in place, only burnt like 300 calories, but I'm going to bump that up to an hour, and then I'm go- eventually, and then I'm going to start putting kettlebell in there too, which is a fucking hell of a thing, um, but yeah, but I carried the bean salad over into when I broke the diet, because it's inexpensive, and it's easy to make. And, I mean, it works. It just works. 
So I've had that, give or take, a handful of times for lunch for every day at work for like almost two years now. It's just crazy when you think about it. But not when you're on, then that's the thing. The diet I'm on, I know, I know I've touched on this before, so I won't spend too long, but there's no sugar, no dairy, no starch. Well, no, so I can do slow carbs, which is like beans and uh, the, your heavier vegetables. Those are okay, but no like breads or things like, or potatoes or things like that. And, um, what do you mean? Oh, God, sorry. I got up earlier, so I had time to exercise. So I might be yawning a little more. Anyway. But when I found that, like, I'm making the same salad I used to. It's just, you know, all that. Put some balsamic vinegar on it and bada-boom. But when I've been going for days with nothing sweet and nothing... I just, I'm kind of just a little more hungry all the time. Eating that salad, man, you fucking savor every bite of that shit. It is so goddamn good. And it's just because, I think it's because it's a strong flavor. The balsamic vinegar mixed with the stronger vegetables. Yeah. And today it'll be interesting because I have local grown field greens, which were way more expensive. And so here's hoping they're good. Um... Because, honestly, we went to the farmer's market thinking to get a bargain. And, honestly, it turned into more of a charity situation because that shit was way more expensive than, like, buying the organic stuff at Giant. Like, I can get a big motherfucker bin of field green, or air quotes, organic lettuce uh, for a lot less than I would the same amount of this stuff. I mean, this was grown around my house. Not literally around my house, but in my neighborhood. Figure, give it a shot, right? We also got raw milk. I haven't tried that yet, nor is Aislinn. I think we have to get to that soon, though, because I know it doesn't keep long. I don't know how well that's going to agree with Aislinn, though, because uh, she's mildly lactose intolerant and has only drank, like, soy and almond milk for the last year. So to go straight to raw milk, which is, like, High, like more full than full milk. We'll we'll see how that goes. Oh God, neck cramp! Don't you do this to me! Don't you do this to me! My body's falling apart. God damn it! Gotta fucking exercise more. And I plan to. Plan to. Pardon me. Hmm. I had to pause listening to the zeroth episode of a possible new podcast. I'm I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty damn sure that uh, this is going to be, like, it's not like there's really an approval process. Bill recorded it, and it's got two of the popular outcast significant others as co-hosts, uh, with promise of the third being a regular guest. So I really don't think... It's it's going to be a show. It's going to be a show. It's more on them as to when they want to release it. And if they want to release their zeroth episode. I say zeroth because basically they, you know, they came to the idea and decided to just sit and talk about it. And they ended up talking at Bill's house, 
where the recording equipment is. I was like, guys, you've got to just have the mics on. You've got to have the mics on um, while you do this because it's great. It's like a it's a process that we haven't captured for any of our podcasts yet, which is the planning stages, the sitting down, talking it out. Are we going to do this? How are we going to do it? So I'm about 15 minutes into that, and I like what I hear so far. Um, so yeah, yeah, and it's going to hit a demographic we haven't yet. I mean, none of our podcasts are not for girls. Like, I know girls listen. I know girls listen to this. I know girls listen to the popular outcast, and we love them for it. But, like, this... We got you. Got to admit, it's a lot of kind of duty stuff because we're all dudes. Um, but this podcast is going to be f- girls speaking about girls, and I'm sure they'll digress here and there. They've already talked about video games for like ten minutes in the fifteen I've listened to. Um, so I don't think I think that guys will enjoy it too. Because duh, and hey. Maybe guys will get some inside information. Just a hint, hint there, guys. I know that I listened to the uh, JV Club with Janet Vardy, a podcast pretty specifically about girls for girls. It's uh, a woman who interviews only women about basically their high school years. So, pretty big fucking in. Uh, but I enjoyed the hell out of that, and I mean, not a lot of it's relatable for me, but a lot of it's going to be relatable for my daughter when she hits teenage years, so I'm going to have a lot of stuff in my back pocket um, that I learned listening to the JB Club. Yeah. So I'm stoked for that. We're going to have a lady-driven podcast coming to you. Um, I don't know when. I don't know if they will agree to release the zeroth episode. I know that they were um, they were not careful with dropping names and things like that. So I know if it's released, it's probably going to cut out on about an hour of the three they recorded, just in cutting out specific names and whatnot. Because I mean, they weren't recording an episode; they were just talking, which you know. I fucking shit on people all the time when I'm just talking. Anyway. Oh, what did I want to talk about? I had I added a couple new things to my list. No, goddammit, freelancer.com, who sends me fucking 50 emails a day. What do I want to talk about? Oh, alright. Here's one that probably won't take too, too long. Sorry for all the yachting. I apologize. How rude of me. How rude. Um, This is a topic that, independently of one another, came up in two different conversations this weekend. Uh, Well, end of the day at work on Friday, and then yesterday in a Facebook message. Um, Weddings. Fucking weddings. Um, One of my biggest pet peeves is the big wedding. And I know it's tradition, which is total bullshit, by the way. It's a total, like, I'm not going to get too hippy-dippy on you, but it's just a total corporate, you know, it's just, 
but here, here's, let me boil it down. Let me boil it down. Um, the fact that people spend enough money to seriously change the lives of, like, a lower middle class family. We're gonna use mine because that's where I go every time I hear. Like, someone drops 15 grand, 20 grand, 40 grand on a single afternoon. That, like, even the 15 grand would be enough to get rid of my credit card debt and help me start saving money to move to a place where I can get a better job. Like, that is enough money to literally change my life forever. And people blow it on a party. And people, I have heard no end, because I if, guarantee you if a big wedding kind of planning comes up, I'm sharing my opinion, because I think it's reprehensible uh, the amount of money people spend on these fucking weddings. And, like, the, the defenses are, well, you know, I've been dreaming of it as a kid. Oh, fuck you. That's a terrible, selfish, selfish dream. Grow up being a goddamn adult. And um, probably the most reprehensible one I got just this Friday. And I was like, that is a ridiculous amount of money. And that is a fucking shame that anyone would drop that on a party. And her response was, well, my daddy will be paying for it. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. coming from a daddy? Fuck you. What the fuck? I didn't have a daddy to drop 40 grand on a wedding for me. I had a father who worked really hard to give us what we had, and it wasn't a whole, whole lot. I was, we were comfortable, at least I felt comfortable. Um, the older I get, the more I talk to my parents, the more I know that their situation is very similar to mine now, and they didn't start feeling comfortable until we were well out of the house. But, I mean, that's just something I have to look forward to, because Morgan's going to be out of the house earlier than we were for them. Anyway, and they're going to Germany for two weeks, and that's fucking awesome. And that is, that's a life goal right there, is to have Morgan out at college, and Ace and I just be able to fucking go to Germany for two weeks, just us, fuck everyone. That, there you go, mom and dad, still being role models for me. I'm 26 years old, still want to be like my mom and dad even though they're conservative Christians, I'll forgive them for that. Still love them. Where the hell was I? Weddings. My daddy will pay for it. Fuck you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Granted, granted, I would give anything for my daughter, because that's, and that's the thing. Like, if Morgan wanted one of these things, I would have a lot of trouble not giving it to her, because she's got me around her pinky already, and she can barely string a sentence together. Um, so I'm fucking doomed. I won't be happy about it, but I probably will pay for one of these monstrosities if uh, she wants one. But I hope I raise her better. Honestly. I hope I raise her to not value the super expensive wedding and just go for a wedding that's an awesome experience. <sighs> but yeah. And... Ugh. It just it gets my blood, boils my blood because it is incredibly, inc- 
incredibly selfish <laughs> to spend that much money on a party that yields n- nothing productive. Nothing productive comes out of that day. Maybe a couple photographs that you could have taken any time, really. Just put on dress clothes and take pictures in a yard somewhere. There you go. You've got wedding photos. You also don't need to spend five grand for somebody to take those photos of you. You can get your, like, teenager cousin who's been taking photos with his phone his entire life, give him a decent camera, bada boom, you've got it. I don't want to discredit the really good wedding photographers. Like, they're out there, but there are a lot fewer of them than, they, than people would have you believe. I've seen wedding photos that is basically just someone who forked over the money for a decent camera and then took all those photos home and looks like they processed them through a 1996, uh, through a print shop program that came with Windows in 1996, like just a, a pink heart border and just... Oh, you know what makes an artful picture? Black and white, crank the contrast all the way. And, um, fucking, it's like, it's essentially you're paying someone to run Instagram filters over your goddamn wedding photos. And if they don't offer prints, P-R-I-N-T-S, not P-R-I-N-C-E, if they don't offer prints and, like, albums, fucking A, you better not be paying them over a couple hundred bucks, not a couple grand. Because that's where the actual cost comes. Especially in the age of digital cameras. Back when you had uh, wedding photographers who did all this stuff with film. That I understand. But now they can take a camera and take like 2,000 pictures. Pick out 100 good ones. And boom, you're done. I could do that. I could easily do that. And I'm not terribly confident in myself. And I'm 100% sure I could go to a wedding, take... 4,000 pictures and give you 100 good ones. Fucking A. So if they don't offer, like, frames or albums or just prints in general, don't be paying them a whole lot of money. Because that's where they actually have to put up money for the supplies to print them. And a lot of them, I'm sure, don't print them in-house. They, like, go somewhere. Um, Maybe even, like, fucking Walmart. Um, So just make sure they're doing the work. Even though I think you could probably just give your friends a camera and you'd be fine. Whatever. Uh. <laughs> uh, man. Fucking weddings. And I mean, I had a wedding, except my wedding, reception, and honeymoon were all under $900. Combined. Combined. And I bought my tux. And Aislinn bought her dress. We didn't rent them or anything. I know people don't usually rent wedding dresses, but people usually rent tuxes. And, like, we just... I mean, technically, it cost us, like, 60 bucks to get married. Because we just went to the courthouse and got it done. Because, I mean... We were both atheists, so what the fuck ever. Um... I'm sure my parents would have preferred a church, but they were just happy to be involved. So that's, there's that. Um, they were in the courthouse with us, so I'm sure they were, they were happy we didn't elope. And, 
and it was 35 bucks for the marriage license, 35 bucks for the ceremony, so 70. 70 is the amount of money it cost us to, or marriage certificate. There's a license and a certificate, I believe. Each of them is $35. Or one is 40 and anyway, that does not matter at all. Then we go to the basement of the church my mom works at, so we didn't have to rent that. It was potluck, um, so everybody brought some food. Aislinn, my grandmother, my mother, and I helped bake and decorate a gross of cupcakes. Excuse me, fuck. Uh, rather than uh, buy a cake, uh, we just made a bunch of cupcakes. Uh, we made a little cake top uh, that um, I went... Our cake topper is I found... You know how they have, like, those Christmas ceramic villages in, like, craft stores? Well, I was in uh, our local uh, Michael's, er, and I saw they had a Halloween one out. And they had a little zombie bride and groom. And I was like, ah, I got it. And I was like, boom, cake topper. And Aislinn was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Also, we got married on... Friday the 13th in June which is when the first Friday the 13th movie takes place, June, Friday the 13th so, because we were going to do Halloween, but then um, because, I mean, Halloween's our hands-down favorite holiday because it's fucking badass and we love the hell out of it and we're going to be that family that takes Halloween way too seriously um, we're kind of Christmas and everything, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, birthdays. It's going to be like, eh, whatever, here's a present, here's a card. Um, but Halloween is going to be fucking balls to the wall. I know that right now. Anyway, uh, so that was our cake topper, which I still have on my computer desk at home to this day. And then, uh, <laughs> fuck, I should have had coffee this morning. Anyway. Hopefully I've gotten that out. The fog has come down. It's starting to get just drowsy out. Mm. But I don't need coffee. I have you guys to talk to. Anyway, more about me. Um, and then we just had a bunch of family and friends over. It was pretty casual. Come and go as you want for like a four-hour period. It was awesome. Then I... I think we left the next morning, and then we went to, uh, excuse me, son of a bitch, I need to knock this off, fucking beyonds, then we went to Chicoteque, Virginia, chilled out in the, I mean, it was, it was not a fancy hotel in the least, because it wasn't a hotel, it was a motel, it had like the separate, you had to go outside to go between rooms, but we had, like, the quote-unquote honeymoon suite there, which was just a, like, about the size of a regular hotel room and had a jacuzzi bath that Ace and I could barely fit in together. Um, but they gave us a free bottle of cheap champagne, so good on them. And uh, the, the owners were Indian, and we got to sit out on our porch and watch an Indian, an elderly Indian man feed ducks with bread, and that was awesome. And he... Was, and he was talking to them the whole time like, no, no, you got enough, you got enough, no, 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 you, you, this bread is for him, not for you. And um, made the whole trip, made the whole trip. Um, we spent a day or two, two, three days out there. I don't remember specifically what we did. I'm sure we went out to eat once or twice. 
of a bitch. Fuck. Fucking yawns. But it was a blast. It was, a, it was just good time. Good times. And yeah, the whole thing. Oh, uh, Aeson got her dress at Hot Topic and modified it herself. I, uh, I found a website uh, called Uniformal Warehouse, which is where, like, butlers get their, and, like, concierge get their tuxedos for, like, their work tuxedos, basically. They're like, I do a job that involves a tuxedo. And I got a white tuxedo with a red vest and bow tie for, like, a hundred bucks. It wasn't, it wasn't a hemmed, like, it, you buy, you pick the waist and breast size, whatever, but then I had my mom hem it, and yeah, so I still own that tuxedo to this very day, which I don't find many occasions to bring it out, but I tell you fucking what, when I find it, that white tuxedo's coming out again. So yeah, fucking A. I know I'm a dick about it, about weddings. I know I'm a royal dick. We've got these girls who've got their fucking hopes and dreams in this fucking $40,000 party. And I will not let it stand. Uh, it doesn't matter how cool they are, how much I love them as a friend. I knock that dream down. Because that shit bugs me to no end. And I know it's jealousy. It's a jealousy of not having a lot of money. Um, but fuck them. That shit is ridiculous. Ridiculous. If you're listening, and you're trying to defend to yourself why you need your $40,000 wedding, really think if it holds water. Like, could you really convince me? And no, I've always wanted it isn't a real reason. And my parents are willing to pay for it is not a good enough reason. And my parents really want it not a good enough reason. Maybe even a worse reason. God. Oh! <laughs> it's fine. I find that a lot of the girls that I have conversations with about this, I also have a very similar conversation about <laughs> asking the parents' permission for their daughter's hand in marriage. Holy fucking shit. Am, am I opposed to that? And I can't remember who I first had this conversation with, but it was shortly after I had married Aislinn. And, uh, oh, I should mention, by the way, that a lot of this, like, cheap, on the cheap wedding was Aislinn's idea. Like, she is totally on, like, we are on the same page in the, as far as that goes. Um, honestly, if it were her choice, we'd still just be dating and committed, um, because she doesn't really believe in the institution of marriage, and I still had a lot of my super conservative, uh, I idealisms left in me, and, um, we got married, and I, we don't regret it at all, but, I mean, it's no different than had we just continued to stay together. Now there's just more pressure not to break up. I mean, granted the kid that is more than anything if we I mean we could honestly be at the same position we are right now same emotions towards one another with the word marriage or not so what the fuck ever oh man that barn fell down dang anyway 
Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. Whew, son of a bitch! Ace and I are not going anywhere anytime soon. We love each other very much. Where was I? Ah, hand of marriage. And someone asked me, uh, I, I have never, I mean, granted, if a guy ever brought these topics up, I would have the same conversation with them, but in my experience, it has only been women that I've had these conversations with. Um, granted, I don't like a lot of the guys I come across. I te- if you're a bro or a jock, I tend to just leave you alone, live and let live. Um, I'm not going to actively hate on you, but I'm not going to try and befriend you. So, there we go. And a lot of the guys I meet, I perceive as either a jock or a douche. Or a bro. They're the same thing, bro, douche, whatever. So, yeah, I've had this conversation only with women. Uh, granted, if it came up with a guy, I'd let him know my feelings. Um, yeah. You know, the only person I would support having a giant, like, $40,000 wedding is, like, a fucking gay couple. Because they fucking deserve it right now. Give them 20, 30, 40 years, a couple generations worth of being able to get married, then I'll yell at them. But they are the people who deserve to celebrate that day. Anyway. Whatever. And you can celebrate that day without spending 40 grand. Like, I spent under a grand. And that honestly was still money that we'll never get back. I mean, granted... The money we spent on our dress and tuxedo, we actually have that. We actually got something out of our wedding. Kick-ass white tuxedo. Fuck yeah. But, I remember very specifically, specifically being asked, did you ask your wife's father's permission? And I was like, fuck no. I'm not marrying him. And that was my honest-to-God reaction. And she was very taken aback, like, oh, oh, well. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just the way things done. I was like, no, fuck no. What the fuck? It's, what year do you think it is? I mean, granted, there's also the fact that Aeson really hates her dad. Uh, Well, she loves him, but she also hates him. Because, I mean, you love your dad, that's just the way it is. But she's not his biggest fan. Which I may or may not have touched on before. But anyway. But that, besides that, I don't care who I'm going to uh, ask to marry me. I'm not going to ask their fucking father or mother for permission. I'm not marrying them. They're a goddamned adult woman. Uh, they can make the decision for themselves. They don't need permission from their parents. Christ. And, uh, tradition. What the fuck? That is so, like, no, 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 unless I'm getting a fucking dowry from your parents, unless they've got a thousand gold pieces and a cow ready for me, I'm not going to ask their goddamn permission. Jesus Christ. So that's my feelings on the institution of marriage and how much bullshit it is. And you can have a fer- perfectly fine, perfectly beautiful ceremony and whatnot with maybe a grand, maybe less. 
Like last summer. Last summer I was to two weddings. One was your traditional wedding. Done semi, semi on the cheap. And it was, it was a good friend of my wife's, friend of mine. Uh, I didn't give him the shit on the day. I'm not so heartless as to give someone shit the day they're getting married at their wedding. Granted, had they asked me my opinion of the whole thing, I would have given it to them. But thankfully, they didn't. Anyway, uh, that was just a god-awful terrible experience because I was ended up being a replacement groomsman because someone couldn't show up and um, but we didn't find a sitter for my daughter who was a, who was younger at this point and she just screamed her head off through the whole ceremony because uh, I w- Aislinn and I had to be on opposite sides because she was a uh, bridesmaid and I was a groomsman and I just held held her as she screamed through the whole ceremony and blew her nose in my shirt in my dress shirt and just fucking was a general mess a general mess she was supposed to be a flower girl did not really accomplish that well but yeah that blew that sucked and then we couldn't drink because there was an open bar but we had the kid because we couldn't get a sitter so we couldn't even relax afterwards we sat through a small portion of the meal had a sip of champagne and we're like fuck y'all we're out we can't handle this kid here anymore it's just too much stimulation for her we're going home and relaxing but then later or before i don't remember which came first we went to an awesome wedding which was just an outdoor wedding out they rented like a big pavilion type tent um, the oh man, these are two of my fucking favorite people, and we just we went. Their roommate they split a giant ass house two floors, so it's not like it's a room. It's technically like more of a housemate. They split a double than a roommate, but their their housemate he is a chef and he made some fucking awesome food. Made these inside out vegetarian burgers, which is the first time I heard of something like that. But they were fucking rad as hell and really great. Some great hummus and fruit and beers and it was just awesome. And they had a real, real short ceremony um, out in their yard, officiated by a good friend of everybody. Um, and it was great. They wrote their own vows. It was fucking rad. Um, couldn't have cost them more than a grand. Could not. Um, and it was great. It was super chill, super relaxed. Nobody had to dress up or anything. It was all cool people. It was awesome. Fucking awesome. So, yeah, that's what... I support that. Have a big party, yeah, but don't have a fucking $40,000 party because that's just asinine. Like... And then expect your daddy to pay for it. Fuck you. Fuck you. I think that qualifies this for kids and family, right? Family, marriage. I mentioned my kid once or twice. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking Sound of Life podcast beat me out in, in kids and family the other day. Motherfuckers. I mean, granted, that is far more related to kids and family than this is. Because it is um, Mike Van Cleef, who's 37. His 18-year-old niece, um, Hope. 
and his 12-year-old daughter, Drea, and they listen to, uh, they, like, Michael bring a song, either modern song or a song from his youth, play it for them, uh, they all react, then, like, Hope will play a song, they all react, and then Drea will play a song, and they all react, and it's fucking rad. It's really a, gr- a great concept, a great idea, just this, the multiple generations of people all reacting to the same music at, in real time. It's pretty sweet. It's a great, it's a great podcast, great little podcast that I'm pretty proud to have on our network, but a motherfucker got ahead of me in kids and family, so, son of a bitch. Although, that's new and noteworthy list, and this podcast, fucking yawns, god damn it, sorry, maybe I should start editing this, there's no way I'm gonna start editing this. <laughs> but yeah. Mm. But yeah, we've got Sound of Life we've had out for a while. Um, the media junkies are talking about doing the spin off podcast, which I like them. Um, but I've only heard whisperings of it. They haven't actually come to us about it, um, which they're welcome to. I mean, God, that's what we're there for. But um, I know Mike Bennett and Chris Rao are talking about starting their own podcast. My theory is for them to get away from the cynicism and hipsterism of myself and Andrew Smith. Um, Maybe Andrew Smith and I should start a podcast where we can just be cynical, hateful bastards and uh, really light the world on fire um, just to combat their podcast. That's what we'll do. We'll we'll listen to their podcast and say everything that they said wrong during the whole thing. That's not going to happen. Not that I don't love Andrew enough to do a podcast with him. I just, I don't know him that that well, but he seems like a cool fucking dude. And goddamn can he do stand-up, son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, so that's two possible new podcasts that are just kind of being whispered at right now. I don't have enough to really say, any, like, I can't give you a release date or if they're even going to for real happen. We've got the one, the Lady Podcast. Um, which may drop this week. Um, I don't know. It all depends on them, on whether or not they want to release the Zeroth episode or not. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I know Michael Carpenter has been talking about starting a podcast, but he's been, because he's doing uh, sometimes solo, sometimes interview podcast, and I know he was kind of apprehensive about how to start, and we told him just do it. You don't have to release the first episode. Um, so I don't know if he's got any recorded. If he does, um, he should contact us. I know he listens. Michael, contact us. We'll get your fucking shit up on the internet. Um, yeah, yeah. Got fucking, with all our podcasts coming out, which I listen to all of them, but, um, it's not that I don't listen to Tim's sports podcast. It's just lower on my priority list. Because I don't understand the fucking word they're saying. Like, I love the guys. I love them. They're great guys. They're funny. But, man, I just don't... I it's. I tried. I tried. But I can't say whether it's a good or bad sports podcast. But I know that I it's it's all white noise to me. It's, um, so if you have any kind of inkling towards sports, please give them a shot. 
Um, I'm sure they're great at it. We've actually, you know, some of the other guys in the podcast network who are into sports have said that they really like it, which great. That is awesome. I'm really happy. And, but it's just, I'll listen to their podcast, but it's pretty low on my priority list, honestly. And I hope that's not offensive to them, but it's just not my thing. It's just not my thing. I don't mean any offense by it. wonder if I should have said that. Eh, I think I was gentle. I mean, I like them. I think they're funny. But it's just... Regrets. Live. Anyway. <laughs> uh, do I have any shorty topics on my list? <laughs> I just have, I want to be good at singing again. Um, I mean, I was in fucking honors choir at, in high school, and I mean, honestly, I think they loosened the criteria for honors choir before I came, because it was like a 15-person ensemble the year before, and then ended up like a 60-person ensemble the year I graduated, so I think they just loosened the criteria, because, I mean, I was committed to singing, I enjoyed singing, but I was nowhere near the caliber of some of the other people in that choir. And, um, ow, pinched a nerve. Mm, sorry. And, um, I mean, but back when I was, I would sing in chorus, which was like 300 people, and then honors choir, and I sang, I did vocals for the band, fucking sang all the time. And like any other muscle, fucking A, goddamn yawns. Like any other muscle, if you don't use it for years at a time, it's going to kind of go funny on you. And, like, I can still sing semi-decent. I've got no endurance. I used to be able to sing fucking right along with my Tenacious D album, finish the album, and sing it again. But now I'm, like, two, three songs in, and I've completely lost my voice. And that bums me out so much. So much. But um, the only way to, you know, work that muscle up again is to do it. And I don't really have the opportunities to. I mean, there's, like, local choirs and whatnot, but they basically sing hymns. So, I mean, not that that isn't fun singing, but it's not what I'm into. Um, I don't have the time to, like, get become part of a band. I don't have the skill to write my own lyrics and song and, uh, like, music. So, like, it's great when someone hands you a thing and then teaches you how to do it, and then you do it. That's a great situation. I don't have that situation really anymore, or the time to take advantage of any situation similar. But yeah, I don't want to be good at singing again. It bums me out that I kind of lost it. I'd also love to, le- to relearn to play the saxophone, because I was, I mean, I wasn't uh, going to, I wasn't, too, too impressive, but I knew what I was fucking doing, and the baritone saxophone is just awesome anyway, because the saxophone is as big as you are, and fucking belts out the low notes, it was great, I was the first person in my high school, son of a bitch, I was the first person in my high school to march with a uh, baritone saxophone, so that's an honor that no one cares about that I hold. Yeah. Anyway. 
this is what I get for starting in the kitchen. I'm like two minutes away from work and I'm running out of shit to say. But that is not to this podcast. I go from when I leave the house to when I get to work. So I'm not going to cut it off early. Someone asked us on Twitter when we're going to, you know, so they're like, so much new content from the Popular Outcast Podcast Network. Really? Comic Sans? Really? You really thought that Comic Sans was the best font choice for a landscaping truck? Really? Fucking A. God damn it. I mean... I don't have the time. I don't have the time to fucking lay out all the issues there. Somebody on Twitter. Might have been Jackson Murphy. He's pretty active on Twitter with us. Cool guy, cool guy. And, um... He was like, what are you guys gonna... Fuck! When are you guys gonna, you know, you know, cool off a little? You put out, like, ten different podcasts in the last month and a half. And we're... And I believe Michael Bennett's response was, Never! And... Uh, my response <laughs> was um, when the Nerdist joins our network and then hashtag was laughably unrealistic goals or something like that. Was that never going to fucking happen? It would be a goddamned honor to, for them to let us join the network. That's when we fucking made it if we became a Nerdist podcast. Fucking A. But, I mean, that's something that's never going to happen. At all. They've got... No. There's no fucking way. Um, so, we've... You know, we've become a East Coast mini-nerdist. And I'm cool with that. I'm cool with emulating something that I can never be a part of. And yeah, and giving people a fucking chance. And I know um, people have... have like, some of the more recent podcasts have been like, you know, thanks for giving us this shot, man. Some of the people that... uh we don't, like, see on a daily basis. And we're like, dudes, you know, it's not that hard for us to do. And, you know, we're just doing what we wish we would have had. We were helping. We're giving the help we wish we would have had available to us when we started. So, I, you know, yes, we appreciate the thanks, but, you know, we love doing it. And, honestly, it's got a... It's got a selfish, you know, source because putting them on our network means, yes, they get out on the internet and whatnot, but they've also got our name as the author. So that means that there is a higher chance that people who find them will find the rest of our podcasts, will find the parent podcast, the popular podcast podcast. So, I mean, deep down... It's a selfish goal. Uh, I mean, yes, we're helping people, and yes, we're getting more content out there for our listeners, but, I mean, I mean, mean, really, it's all to get people to come to the original podcast, which is pushing 60,000 downloads. Not yet. I don't think it's happened yet, but fucking A, man. That's impressive. I mean, granted, that's what, like, the Nerdist gets in an episode, but, eh, whatever. We're not the nerdist. We've never been on TV. Oh, well, Bill was on the news once. And on Jerry Springer. Okay, some of us have been on TV. Whatever. Anyway. 
Whew, 51 minutes. Thank you for listening to this. I apologize for all the yawning.